Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning, and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan, your faithful host, <laughs> and I'm here uh, finally sitting in person with people. This is great. I'm here with uh, Earl Tiemann. So hello, Earl. Hi, Brendan. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, so earlier this week, did I ask you this week? Uh, yes, it was okay. this week. Okay, yes, so earlier this week, I sent you an email saying, Earl, I'd love to have you on my podcast. Here's what it involves. Uh, you know, it'd be about an hour and 15 minutes. Here's the scriptures. What do you think? And your response was, Brendan, I will do it for you. And honestly, I think you could do better, (laughs) (laughs) which is one of my favorite responses. (laughs) And I'm I'm telling you, like, I I mean, I'd love to hear your thoughts, but um, uh, everybody I asked through the podcast, they're always reticent in the beginning. They're just like, "Uh, okay, I will, because you're asking me to, but I really don't want to do it. And I promise at the end of, uh, you know, recording these podcasts throughout the week, um, you warm up to it and you're like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. But the first few is like, eh, I don't like doing yeah, this or whatever. Sure. You know, what do you think when I emailed you that? I'm really concerned for your Nielsen ratings, actually. My Nielsen? What's yeah. that? Your your ratings. Oh, like yeah, yeah. TV show okay, ratings, okay. Yeah. They're going to plummet after this. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm they will. I'm concerned for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not concerned with my ratings. Um, uh, I don't think we even get any ratings on this podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> so how many, you've mentioned sometimes how many people you have. Do you have uh-huh. like a sense of where you are? Okay, let me see here. Let's, um, let's, let's check this out. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. I don't really follow that, but I will look it up for you. I would think your faithful listeners. How many like do you know. think? Well, I seem to remember a number like 40, maybe. Yep, 41 like is an estimated audience size. Oh, and But uh, we have 4,000 total plays. Wow. The podcast. That's amazing. Because we have so many episodes. We, I mean, once a day, you know, every day of the week. So Okay. And yep. you're international. It, okay. So there's another. Okay. If you are outside of Michigan and you're listening to this right now, even if you're outside of the Holland, Michigan area, I want to hear from you. So please email me at brendanmcclenahan at at victorypoint.org. You can find it at victorypoint.org. You can find my email address. Um, But please, please, please pause this episode and email me because I'm so curious about who you are and why you're listening to this podcast. Um, We've got people in the United States, obviously. Um, That's 98% of our listeners. 93% of our listeners in the United States are in Michigan. But we have people in Georgia, Ohio, Virginia, Illinois, Wow. Tennessee, Iowa, Washington, California, Florida, New York, Texas, New Mexico, Minnesota, Mississippi, Connecticut, Kentucky, New Jersey, North Carolina, Louisiana, Kansas, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Alabama, Oklahoma, Arkansas. Amazing. I know. Where are these people coming from? Right. So I'm I'm very like confused. About, I'm honestly confused and dumbfounded. What? Where are these people coming from? How do they find out about this podcast and why are they listening? Um, outside of the United States, we have Ireland, Canada. Jamaica, Australia, Luxembourg, Germany, Belize, <laughs> Norway, Nigeria, Singapore, South Africa, and Kenya. Wow. Yeah. I want to hear from the dude in Luxembourg. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Please, whoever's in Luxembourg right now, send me an email. 
I'd love to hear your input. And, and I will, okay, here's the deal. If you email me and you are outside of this, this state, um, I guarantee you, I will do a podcast episode with that person for the Bible reading plan podcast. Wow. Wouldn't that be great? That would be. Okay. So that would be, that would be wonderful. That would be such a gift to me. I would love to have you as the guest on a podcast because I would love to hear your perspective on these scriptures. All that to say, are we stalling? Yes. Are we, okay. We're stalling. So, <laughs> so Earl, uh, today, and if you're new to the Bible reading plan podcast, what we do is we take the Bible reading plan at victory. You can go to victorypoint.org and, and look at our Bible reading plan. Um, but it's based on the revised common lectionary, which is a set of five passages of scripture that span the old Testament to the new Testament. And, uh, so you get a steady diet of scripture and we center ourselves around that as Christians and let it guide us in our discipleship. And so this podcast is here to read the scriptures for you, um, which is just a different way of taking it in than, um, reading it, you know, on a page is hearing it. And this podcast is also to help invite you into conversation. So, um, the best way that we've found that people enjoy this podcast is by pausing it right here going back and reading the passage for yourself, making your own notes and observations, and then coming back to the podcast and adding to the com- your own conversation, internal conversations by hearing what Earl has to say about it, what I have to say about it. These are not opinions of professionals or, you know, exegetical masters or, you know, theological professors. Uh, Earl and I are simply curious and we want to know more about God. We want to love God better. Um, and we want to understand God's love for us better. So, we come to the scriptures with some curiosity, interest, um, and desire to listen to what God has to say to us. Simple as that. How's that sound, Earl? That sounds great. Okay. So would you like to read this first scripture for us? Oh, sure. Okay. So this is Genesis 22, verses 1 through 14, and Earl's going to read it for us. All right. Here we go. After these things, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. He said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I shall show you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. He cut the wood for the burnt offering and set out and went to the place in the distance that God had showed him. On the third day, Abraham took up and saw the place far away. Then Abraham saw, said to his young son, I'm sorry, then Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there. We will worship, and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. So the two of them walked on together. Isaac said to his father Abraham, Father, and he said, Here I am, my son. He said, The fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. So the two of them walked on together. When they came to the place that God had showed them, Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. He said, 
Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. Abraham went up and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the place the Lord will provide, as it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Okay, Earl, thank you for reading that for us. Mm -hmm. What are your initial reflections on this passage? What comes to mind? Well, I'd say one of the first things I notice um, that's interesting to me is verse 2. He says, uh, he uses the phrase, your only son. Take your son, your only son. Uh, As if to emphasize that he's not just asking for a sacrifice. He's asking for the greatest sacrifice. Mm -hmm. I just think that's, it's, it's emphasizing that and how, how um, monumental of a request this is. Yes. In addition to that, it's not just his only son. It's also the son that he had after years of infertility, the son of the promise, the one son that God said he was going to, extend his promise through to the whole world. And that's what's at stake. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Scary. Um, The other thing, this is maybe just, I'm a little weird about this kind of stuff. In verse nine, um, in the midst of the sacrifice that he's going to make, I'm amused at verse nine. He says, lay the wood in order. Hmm. I'm mm-hmm. just picturing this Abraham guy who's like obsessive compulsive uh-huh. and he's placing it like Lincoln logs. He's just stacking it all up. Yeah. I just think that's interesting uh-huh. um, that things are just neat and orderly like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in that verse, it says that he bound his son, Isaac. Um, I'm thinking, what is Isaac thinking right now? It's, you know, how, how does he react to the moment? Is he, is he obedient to his dad? Is he passive? Is he angry? Is he fighting? We don't hear any of that. Mm-hmm. So just curious, you know, what's going on there. Yeah. What would, I mean, what would happen if that happened to you? I think I'd fight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a lot of problems with this passage. <laughs> I mean, think about the trauma that Isaac now has the rest of his life. I yes, mean, he's kind right. of a messed up guy. Yeah. And you go, uh, I mean, as he goes into adult, you're like, man, this guy's kind of messed up. And you wonder how much of that is attributed to the fact that his father almost killed him yeah. and tied him up. You know, like, that's geez, that's that's really intense. So I have a hard time swallowing this passage. Um, but to your point about um, laying the wood in order, that's I noticed the same characteristic, but in a different part of this. Where it said uh, in verse six, Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. Mm-hmm. I think those are the most, he didn't, he gave Isaac the the safe stuff to carry, and he carried the dangerous stuff. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. Abraham intentionally carries the fire, which could burn you. That's like the, they carry the embers, you know, yeah. because they don't have like lighter fluid or whatever. Yeah, right. You kind of carry some hot embers, and then uh, the knife, which could cut you. And that just, in the midst of this story of a father about to kill their child, you see Abraham's uh, care 
Yeah. For his son. Yeah. His and the same thing with the wood, like stacking it neatly so that it doesn't, it wasn't hard to lay on or something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or he doesn't tumble, uh -huh. you know, as it falls apart because he builds it poorly. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah. So it's interesting that the contrast between those two things. Um, yeah. So Abraham carrying the dangerous parts. Um, another thing that I noticed was this phrase, here I am, comes up multiple times. You know, yes, three it, times, I think. Yes. So at the beginning, God says, Abraham. And he said, here I am. Verse one. And then uh, Isaac said, said to his father, father. And he said, here I am, my son. Right? Yeah. And seven. then uh, at the, yep, verse seven. And then verse 11, uh, the angel of the Lord said to Abraham from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. And, uh, I mean, this is the same Abraham we talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago who, when there was a guest, you know, when the, the guests are walking by, he runs out to them and makes himself their servant to bake bread. Right? Okay. Like, I'll give you whatever you want, the Oaks of Mamre. Um, and I just see Abraham as making himself completely available to God. In contrast to Adam and Eve, where God has to say, where are you? And they're hiding, okay. right? Hiding in the garden. Yeah, right. Abraham um, seems to be completely available and unconcerned with how he's going to look or what he's being. He's like, he's like a. He's at the request of of God and his son. Yeah, he's wholly available. He's totally available, and he seems to his own fault almost. He seems ready to do whatever, even if it means killing his own son. He's just like, okay. I'll right. do it. I'm not saying it wasn't without pain or, you know, suffering or whatever internal things he had to overcome. But um, he's just kind of like, he he's willing to do whatever. Right, right. It brings up a good point to me anyway, which is he's not hesitant in this entire story. Yeah. There's no hesitancy on his part. I would certainly be hesitant. If I had to do this, my son... Yep. You'd hear Lee, me lamenting to the Lord for verse after verse after verse, yep. asking him to not make this happen. So you're yes. exactly right. He's he's so available and willing to do it. Let's take some time to discern this. This is a big thing I'm being asked to do. Yep. I mean, in some ways, I mean, his journey to the mountain is a long journey, right? But And maybe he had some time to think about this, but he's still walking forward. You know, so this is like, that's faith. You know, that's faith. And um, I'm reminded of, there's this book called Fear and Trembling by Soren Kierkegaard. Have you ever heard of this book? I've heard of Kierkegaard. Okay. Uh, this book, Fear and Trembling, uh, blew my mind. Uh, and it's, the whole book is about this story. Yeah. And he unpacks, he, he uses, I mean, not to get, in, this is a philosophy book, but not to get too deep into philosophy. He, he talks about the universal, which is like universal morality, like universal codes we all hold, like, don't kill children. Sure. Don't kill your child. And how we're tempted to associate following God with this universe, these universal rules, you know, um, to say it is always wrong to kill your son, you know. And what Abraham does is he does what Soren Kierkegaard says is transcend the universal. He goes above that and says, actually, God is above even morals. Yeah. That God is not... Um, held by any moral code or even his own law, God can do whatever he wants. 
And the people who follow God end up looking like fools, end up looking like murderers. And like it, it ends up looking crazy when you follow God because you're transcending the universal. And that's where I get into really, I start to feel really uncomfortable. You know, like how do we hold each other accountable as a community of faith when we're following God like this, who, who might ask us to sacrifice their child and we have to be willing to do that. Right. Like, is that really the God I follow? Right. You know, and I'm just asking it honestly, like that's a, this is a tough story to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I want this to be in scripture. You know, yeah. I don't want the, I don't know if I want this to be part of like, not only a, you know, a side, you know, weird relic part of scripture that just happened to find its way into scripture or something like that. But one of the anchoring stories of our faith and how closely it ties to the cross. You go, man, this is really, yeah. it makes, it illuminates how uncomfortable the cross is that God would let his own son die, that God would crucify his own son for the sake of the world. And you see Isaac carrying the wood on his back. You see Jesus carrying the carrying, wood on his back, yep. father and son, only son, son of the promise to whom the whole world is going to receive blessing. Mm -hmm. And they're related, literally related. Jesus and Isaac are literally related. You know, it's his great, 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 great grandfather or whatever. Yeah. Um, makes me really uncomfortable. I don't know. Yeah. I think if you read this story and you're like, oh, this is a nice story. Abraham's great, you know? Yeah. Then I think we haven't really wrestled with the absurdity of our own faith, you know? It's kind of com complex and... and uh, Confounding, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, anything else that's popping out to you? After that? No. I think that's about as deep as we can go. <laughs> that was I, great though. I I I agree with you. I think it's just it's the the story between Abraham and Isaac and the the way that weaves into our New Testament story. Um it's just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it makes it for me anyways, as I think about um, what the Bible reading plan is this week, it makes it the most beautiful story hmm. of the week. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing how the other scriptures tie into this one, because this, this is really an anchor kind of story that I think other stories can speak into and it can speak into other stories. So I'm looking forward to how it ties in. Um, I guess for today, um, not to uh, overly or force a res resolution or something like this, but to go back to those words of here I am, you know, are we people who can say that to God, who can say, here I am, whatever you ask me, I'll do, you know, where you go, I'll go, where you stay, I'll stay. Um, I'm, I'm here to follow God no matter what the cost and no matter what that looks like in my life or if I look like a fool or whatever, I'm willing to follow God and I'm willing to trust God that he's leading me in a good place. So I guess that, that phrase here I am, um, to say that, to God as part of our prayer, you know, like, all right, Lord, here I am. Um, and I think that's, that can be, uh, just as like, this is an anchoring story. I think that can be an anchoring prayer for us in our lives. So sweet. Well, thanks Earl. Everybody, we will be back in your earbuds tomorrow morning, Tuesday, and have a great rest of your Monday. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. 
The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Thank you.